Welcome to the Geocache Talk Presents, an exciting and interesting podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Geocaching Network. This podcast is about geocachers, their stories, as well as their tips, tricks, and adventures. So thank you for coming along for Geocache Talk Presents. Uh, all right, tonight on Geocache Talk Presents, we're going to talk to somebody that if anybody knows statistics, they'll already know the name. If you don't, you'll probably be very surprised about the information we're going to get out tonight. So we're talking to Mondo. Uh, your geocache name is actually Mondo U2, right? Yep. Okay. Um, and if you hear us laughing tonight more than normal, it's because we recorded about half of this ahead of time, except we didn't record it. So <laughs> if he sounds like he's laughing at me, it's because I had a technical error and we're starting all over from the beginning and he's being so patient. He's allowing me to do this. And uh, I'm sure you got like an itchy finger because you should be out cashing right now. And, and you're here with me and uh, sitting at my living room table, living room, and you're sitting at the table and we're doing all this other stuff. But all right, so let's get into the interview. So one thing we didn't ask on the, our previous attempt that didn't work, uh, your cashing name. Mondo U2. Right. What does that mean? Well, uh, Mondo is, uh, uh, was a coffee shop in uh, uh, Moab, Utah, that uh, I used to frequent a lot when I'd go hiking in uh, uh, Arches. And uh, they served espresso long before it was popular or Starbucks was around in this part of the world. And I love that espresso, and I love their coffee shop, a little funky coffee shop. And so I, uh, I wanted when I went to pick my uh, moniker, I picked Mondo, but it, somebody else had it. Is what the site told me, and I was like, "Oh, really?" And uh, I've never found that person or that who that could be. But in any event, I had a U two, which is uh, uh, another uh, abbreviation I used in my. Uh, professional life and my work life so you must serve unit to use <laughs> so was that yeah so talking about the very beginning when did you first hear about geocaching well it was uh thanksgiving of 2001 i was uh visiting uh, my sister and uh my brother and i joined up to uh, have Thanksgiving dinner with her in San Antonio. And uh, as you might be aware, maybe not, in the uh, about that time, the Internet was fairly new, and people used to surf the net is what they called it because it was just doing some random things, finding random sites uh, on the uh, World Wide Web. And my brother had done that, had found this geocaching thing, and it intrigued him for some reason. And he bought a GPS and we were going to try it out. And we went out there to some field over by the airport and wandered around for about an hour or two and finally found it, this uh, simple cache. And uh, it's called Airplane Spot. And uh, I just thought that was the greatest thing. So that Christmas, I bought myself a GPS for Christmas and tried it out in January when I went to a conference and san diego and uh did the uh drunken bee thing for and just laughed and just had a great time finding it and got a little trinket out of the container and 
just thought it was uh, so much fun that I just got hooked right away. I mean, it didn't take, that was it. That first cash got me totally uh, interested in the game. That's great. Uh, sure. In 2001, I put you in charter member territory, right? Correct. Yes, I am. For those who don't know what a charter member is, I know several of us have seen it on your profile and on people's profile. What does that mean? It uh, doesn't mean a whole lot. Uh, when the game got uh, started, it was being run out of the uh, desktop computer at uh, work, and it got the game got fast, pretty pretty quickly got out of control for that, to be doing that at work. So the idea came up of that well, we were all offered uh, if we would join and uh, pay 30 bucks, we would become charter members and they would promise not to raise our dues. And uh, they would use that money to buy a server and uh, keep uh, keep on going with the game. And so I thought that 30 bucks, that's the cheapest I've ever <laughs> paid for enjoyment of this level. And uh, I jumped right on it and became a charter member and uh, glad to see that uh, it's continued. And they haven't raised the dues. It's still very affordable if you want to do this. Absolutely. No idea. Except if you cash like I do, then it gets kind of expensive. <laughs> yeah. A very expensive free hobby. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite aspect of the game? Oh, geez. You know, it's I, I just really love all of it. I am uh, particularly uh, fond of uh, the uh, virtuals that are still around that take you to unusual things that you would never see or think to go to or hike to or those kinds of things. And uh, and I believe, uh, and I'm also very, uh, uh, getting really excited about the lab caches. I uh, started doing a whole lot of them and uh, I'm enjoying it. But really, you know, there's not, they're all good. They're all fun, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I don't care if it's a, you know, one that takes you all day to figure out, or uh, you're doing a hundred an hour. It's, they're all good. <laughs> and most people saying you're doing a hundred hour, I would laugh at. However, yeah. there's a particular milestone that you just passed that is almost unbelievable. It's so amazing. Uh, you passed 200,000 geocache finds. Yeah. That's, and, uh, and we talked a little bit before this part of the recording. Um, there's two of you, you and one other guy, Alamogul, which you know, um, that are in that category and nobody else is even anywhere close in the world. Right. So I think we looked it up and the next seven people, one of which is anonymous, but you probably know who he is. Um, the next seven people are around the 130,000, which is so far away from the top two of you who are within a thousand of each other. Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of joked about it before, but uh, are the two of you in competition with each other? Uh, sort of. I mean, we're, uh, uh, we certainly uh, compete. Uh, that kind of adds an element to it. It's not the major thing, but it's, it's there and uh but we also cash together so you know and uh always uh tease them that uh 
and we go cashing together, and he still gets more caches than I do on a day. <laughs> yeah, for the most part, yeah. You know, sometimes we get on each other's nerves and all that kind of stuff, but it's, uh, yeah, you know, he loves the same thing I love, which is this game, and, you know, we just uh, we just like to cash and uh, try and stay away too much from the drama that it seems to <laughs> come with for a lot of people. They just love to have the drama. <laughs> I'm sure uh, a few times. I know you like to only focus on the positive. Yeah. Have there been some negative interactions with that kind of drama before that you try to just push away from? Yes, I, I try not to get uh, involved. I mean, it, it's a you know you're you're using million dollar satellites to find Tupperware. I mean, come on. <laughs> Anybody that does this is it's gotta be silly to begin with and to get righteously indignant about it is like, really? <laughs> I mean, uh, it's it's funny. People are funny. And that's the perfect attitude to have about the game, right? We, yeah. You're retired and you yeah, just recently. a lot. Um, yeah. And it, at the same time that you have 200,000 caches, uh, another impressive stat is the fact that, I mean, if you look at any of many of your years, 19, 20,000, even six, you know, 15, 16, 20, I think 27,000 or something like that is your biggest year. Yeah. Um, that's more than legitimately most people get in their whole time. Right. Right. There's not a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of people that are under those numbers for, for total, much less one year. Right. Yes, well, most people don't get past 250. Only 5% of uh, cashers ever get there. So if you've got 250 cashers, you're one of the elite cashers in my book because <laughs> you're the top 5%. I mean, really. That's an interesting way to look at it. And, you know, uh, we may not have mentioned on here before, but you're from Colorado and so am I. So we've run into each other personally in events and everything else. And right. I can say that you definitely have that positive attitude. Like when I... I think I met you before I knew about your style of caching and somebody says, do you know who that was? <laughs> and you'd been friendly. And I think we ran into each other one time with, I mean, everything runs together, but I think you left a, a box of your new coins. You just minted yeah. at a restaurant and we talked to each other and yes, yeah. behind. And I was just, I was impressed that the numbers that you get, they don't match what somebody would think possibly your personality would be right. Like you were friendly and talking to everybody. And <laughs> I was a brand new cashier. You're being nice to me. And they're like, do you know who that was? I was like, no, that, that's Mondo. Go look him up. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> these numbers are like, there were astronomical numbers even for a year. Like, I think this year you've already found more than 4,000 caches, right? Uh, yes, I have. That's mind blowing. It's hard for me to, it's well, hard for me to reconcile that with somebody that's just so friendly and nice and low, you know, at, at one of our local events. So that's not what you think some people might, you know, you think they'd be, I don't have time for this. I got to go. <laughs> you, you go to local events and you, you know, you're friendly to people and stuff like that. So um, I used to get teased about that a lot early on because I would go to an event, I'd sign the logbook, leave. <laughs> so, Oh, I found this cash <laughs> and people got on my case and, you know, some of, some of the, my habits I had to change. And, uh, but, you know, the, uh, one thing I noticed, too, and there's so misconceptions. You know, people think you may not have time to talk to people, and that's not true. And no. people also might think that you only find power trails, and that's definitely not true. You have 
gone through the fizzy loop. I don't even know how many times it's, it's so dark green. When I looked up your stats, I was like, Oh my, do you even know how many times you've completed that fizzy loop? No, but you know, right now I'm working on the blood sucking fizzy loop, which is the, uh, having the fizzy of caches with the, uh, tick symbol on there. <laughs> that is an odd fact. I've never even heard of that before. But, um, this game has got so many weird things going on. It, it's, it's just amazing. <laughs> it, it really does. So, and obviously many, many people know you for just the amazing numbers. I mean, you're, you're in the top two in the world and you're really close. Y'all two, I'm sure go back and forth or you'll catch him one day or, you know, whatever with y'all are right there at the top. But what yep. would you want people to know you for if you got to pick and, you know, and they said, there's Mondo, he's whatever. What what would you want people to know you for? Well, I, you know, I think you, you, the things that you said tonight were pretty nice. I mean, just, you know, uh, friendly. I like to help people. I like people to have fun at the game and uh, that gives me fun and it gives them fun and, I guess that I'm fun. <laughs> you know what? That's a good answer. Uh, so with all this geocaching, I don't know how you'd have time for anything else, but um, what do you do when you're not geocaching? Well, you know, my wife does a great job of trying to keep me balanced because I need adult supervision. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> and, uh, you know, we uh, now that I'm retired, I, I have a lot more time to do some of the other things that I like and one of those is playing golf we've uh, taken that back up just bought me a new uh, driver and we go out and play golf uh, whenever uh, the weather allows us to and we also like uh, a lot of uh, visiting national parks and uh, monuments and things like that museums so we enjoy that quite a bit discovering new things so but my favorite go-to, and the thing that's nice about this game is, you know, if you got 10 minutes, you can go caching. You know, my wife needs to get her uh, hair done. I can go caching while she does that, you know. It's just like I don't need, uh, you know, like with golf, I need to set aside four or five hours to get that all done. With geocaching, yeah, I can spend five hours geocaching, but I can also spend five minutes or 10 minutes at, you know, and they have a, a little bit of fun that day. So it's, uh, it doesn't, it, you know, I, most of those caches I found, I found while I was working full time. So, you know, it's just nice now that I'm retired, I get to do other things as well. <laughs> there you there go. You go. So, so obviously, you've accomplished a lot of things and statistics and everything else. And you just mentioned the, the blood sucking fizzy. Is there any other goals like that that, because you, you've, Kind of crushed all the common goals, right? But right, fizzies and jasmers and all that other stuff, and you know, all the loops of all kinds of stuff. Is there any like the blood sucking challenges or anything else like that that may not be something that's common for people to try for? Because yeah, you know, I think one of the things that uh, why I'm a good fit for this game is I'm very goal oriented, so I like to have goals. So. They're constantly changing. I meet them, and then I go on to something else. I'm working right now on all of the counties in the U.S. I'm about two-thirds of the way done. And so state by state, I go out and 
try and do uh, uh, not just one in every county, just drive everywhere, but I do uh, whatever runs there are there or try and do all the virtuals, you know, make it more than just uh, one cash in each county. But, you know, that's a goal that I have uh, of trying to do that. I'm also with the lab caches, I'm trying to get to a thousand. So I'm, uh, you know, over halfway there, but uh, slowly working it around. Uh, that's a lot that's of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, like we talked about before, there's 35 new ones up here in Northern Colorado. So hopefully we know soon. Yeah, I was going to try and get some today, but too much maintenance. So uh, I have to put it off, or I still got probably another full day of maintenance, and then I'll get cracking on those. Since you mentioned maintenance, the next question was going to be do you also put caches out? Yeah. But yeah, I had a goal at one point to be in the top 10 in the hides, but I got kind of blown away once uh, power trails picked up. So now it's just, uh, I'm not worried about, but I'd like to contribute back. So I, I have 1,500 some odd caches and uh, try to maintain them. So that's take some time and effort, but you know, it, a lot of people put in time and effort for me to have this much fun. 200,000 ones of fun, you know? So that's the least I can do. And I, another misconception people would probably think is if you're caching this much, you're not able to maintain your caches. But again, like I've mentioned, we're in Colorado and um, outside of GeoArts, I'm going to look this statistic up after, after this interview tonight, but I bet you're probably the number one cacher of caches that I've found. Just because you have so many around here, and you right. know, I think you have one less than a mile from my house instead of Walgreens, and I know you got a big series that's uh, in the Walgreens parking lots. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I know your maintains. You know, you, you always have yours maintained, which I don't know how. I have caches, and I recycle my caches pretty quickly. Like I, I'll, I've published a couple hundred caches, but a lot of those are events and stuff, so I don't have to maintain them, and uh, yeah. it's hard for me to keep like 25 caches out there and being able to maintain them. I can't fathom 1500. So that's uh that's quite an accomplishment. You spent all day maintaining your caches today and you may be doing it tomorrow. So that's, that's a lot of time you're spending to do that as well. Right. Yeah. But it, to me, I, I enjoy it. I, I think, you know, hiding, maintaining and finding them, they're all fun. Do you, so you all of them. Do you have a favorite cache type that you like to either find? You kind of mentioned the labs and the virtuals, whatever. But what about publish? What What's your favorite type to put out? Well, uh, actually, I'm, I'm fairly uh, uh, proud of my puzzle caches because what I try to do is uh, do something uh, that maybe people here haven't seen before. And uh, I know some of the... Uh, uh, puzzle hounds in the, in the area, and I know they they really love to be challenged, mm -hmm. and uh, I always like to see how long it's going to take. <laughs> it's really hard to know how to rate those caches, you know, the difficulty, and so I always get some good feedback from them about, oh yeah, this is, you know, this wasn't all that hard, and I thought it was, or the other way around, this is a lot harder than I thought it was, but. You just try and get something unique. You know, I like to have, uh, you know, I have fun with uh, the 
those caches as well. And I like to do that back for the other people in the community because pretty much every unless you're a newbie everybody's doing something to contribute to this game and you know so uh, you got to give something back so what would you like to see in the future for geocaching oh boy that's i can't imagine i can't imagine how they have uh kept this game so interesting for so long and uh you know i just think groundspeak has done a incredible job of managing it over this 20 years uh because uh, could have gone sour lots of times you know from the start when they people were burying stuff and oh no no <laughs> we gotta have a different rule <laughs> you know and, put them in schoolyards <laughs> you know people did some silly things at the start and uh, you know they managed it and they keep you know like these lab caches now there's something new and i thought they were going to be kind of silly but uh it turns out i enjoy them so i don't i don't know i don't have any great ideas about what's next i just i'm fairly confident that uh ground speak is going to come up with something or a twist on what they're already doing and uh you know, we'll see. We'll have fun. So, we kind of got bored before this part of the interview when I had my technical difficulties. But you have a fascinating story for this next question, so I, I'm excited to get to to go all the way through this one. But okay. what is your favorite memory from the game? Well, uh, in terms of memories, you know, really, I the things that I uh, enjoy as most is thinking about my brother who got me into this and the times we cashed together before he passed away. And, but one of my uh, favorite experiences with him was on my 50th birthday, he took me to Spain to go caching. And uh, we were going to play golf and, and cash for a week. And we got out there and we never did play golf, but we did a lot of caching. We found almost all of the caches in Spain. And uh, one of these uh, caches that uh, was a, pretty substantial hike. We went out there and had in the uh, ammo can, it had a business card. You know, on the back of the business card, it said, if you bring this card to Budapest, I'll put you and your family up for a week and feed you real good Hungarian food. And so I took that. My brother got this super nice watch because, you know, in caches back then had really nice things. It was really difficult to bring uh, good trade items to trade evenly. So uh, about a year later, I uh, had enough frequent flyer miles to get out there. And I emailed the guy and I said, hey, I got this business card. Are you really sure you want this <laughs> stranger coming out to your house? And you know, he said, yeah, come on. And uh, so, you know, I studied Hungarian for about six months and learned very little. <laughs> and Flew out there, and uh, him and his whole family came out, his extended family. It was a bunch of people, and they had signs welcoming me there. And it was like, wow. <laughs> and uh, they, we all piled in these little cars and went out to their home. And it's amazing. This guy from Hungary was a, you know, a communist country. And he loved computers, and the only way he could uh, – do anything on a computer was he had to learn English because all of the Russian manuals were so outdated they were useless. So he taught himself English and so just so he could work and play on computers and uh, 
Wow. We had a great time. Four nights. They took me all over the city, showed me things. We found a lot of caches. People back home didn't couldn't imagine how I was finding all those caches. And uh, it, that was just the most marvelous thing I've ever done. That's, that's amazing. I've never had anything like that, but I have been lucky enough through the podcast and, and a few other things that I've got to meet people in other parts of the world that I, I don't know how without geocaching, I would have ever been able to talk to those people. And it, yeah. it's a great game for that. It really is. It is. I got, I got people that I've met and are now friends of mine that are in, all over Europe and, uh, Wow, it's just amazing, you know. And then we run into each other in the weird places, and it's just, it's just fabulous. Even I'm still amazed all the time. So even outside of the podcast, um, one of the things I do is I, I build where I goes for a lot of people, you know. Um, and I got to work for about a month. I worked with a guy. Uh, I, I worked over the internet, you know, uh, talking to a guy from South Africa, and he helped me build a cache. And I helped him build a cache in his area or whatever. When were that? And we got to talking about family stuff, and every, by the end of that month, I felt like his. You know, we were best yeah. friends. And is as recent as last week, I had somebody contact me, and it was in, obviously went through a Google Translator or whatever. They right. were. Uh, they go, hey, I'm so and so. I'm from Latvia. I, I'd like to work with you on this or this. And I'm like, wow, that is so amazing. It is. And it doesn't beat getting to go stay with the family, you know, in Budapest right. for a week. But just those little interactions like that, I, I can't I can't say enough about how the game can can do that for you. And you know, you can go anywhere in the world. I've been to events all around, and geocachers are geocachers. You know, <laughs> we all like to tell the same stories and and laugh at the same silly things that we do, and it's just amazing. Anywhere you go, it's it's the same. I, I can say that you meet a geocacher anywhere, and you have an instant friend. Yep, anywhere in the world. Uh, so what is your, and we, we may have already touched on it too, but what is your favorite um, part of the game as far as like on a, just a daily regular, what's your favorite part? It, it's, I've never been able to uh, separate it. You know, I love the, I love, I, I plan a lot for what I'm going to do and to make sure I maximize my routes and what I'm doing uh, and then I like also doing things on the spur and, uh, I like all the different caches. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I like having the goals and meeting them and, uh, pushing myself. I like to push myself to do things that I, uh, would not normally do. I'm, I'm, you know, I basically grew up in the cities. I'm not an outdoors guy, but yet, you know, now I go hiking all over the place. When I first started, I'd go out and, uh, city park and i think i'd have to have a knife and a club with me in case the bears were going to attack me and you know i'd be have the knife open and just walking like this you know, I, you know I really this is uh stretched me to uh beyond any any recognizable thing you, you can't ask yeah. that do you have a least favorite part of the game i can't I have a really hard time with rocks, <laughs> rock hides, uh, just and uh, cabooses. <laughs> they drive me freaking nuts, both of them. You know, it's just like I don't know why I can't develop the the uh, patience for it. 
but you know it's like with uh with the rocks you know i had i had my own cash that i hid in the rocks before i knew what i was doing and uh people were dnfing it and i went out there three times i got three dnfs on my own cash <laughs> before i uh gave up and, and uh, hit a new cash but uh i also did like this one one ammo can in a little island covered by little pebbles and i couldn't find it five times i went there everybody else oh easy peasy no problems i finally went out there decided i was going to spend the day down there brought my lunch and everything and then i found it within five minutes because it was very obvious <laughs> we all have a right there's certain things yep. we have trouble with um so considering the overwhelming amount of cash you've done and the, the years you've been doing and everything else how do you stay motivated oh it's just fun for me it's not you know i i like to uh, not take myself seriously and have as much fun as i can as long as i can so that's, i'm not that's, I'm not, fun. that's the way to do it right yeah i'm not really uh trying to you know get certain number or certain rank or anything like that it's just to me it's just about going out there and having fun and everything else is like you know it really doesn't matter <laughs> so you've been in many places in several countries i don't even know how many countries you've been to i don't think we've discussed that hmm. i know you mentioned france and spain and some other places is there some place you're still really wanting to go anywhere in the world Oh yeah, well, there's uh, quite a few places that I'd like to go. Uh, we're, uh, you know, I really like would like to go to uh, Petra and to uh, Egypt and Greece, Middle East. Uh, you know, that would be fabulous for me. Uh, but we've we've traveled quite a bit uh, geocaching or. A lot of times when we go uh, out of the out of the country, it's you know everywhere we want to go, there's a geocache, and so you know if we go to the uh, we went to Australia to the rock, you know the, the big red rock, and of course there's a cache there, so we'll do that. But you know the object is really to enjoy the experience of being someplace like that. So uh -huh. and then meeting people down there is it's tremendous to go to an event and talk to people or so. So um, as we kind of wrap up the uh, you, you've been, I mean, you've done just about everything in the game, right? I mean, you've, you've enjoyed it since 2001 and, and you have the perfect attitude. You, it's not work for you. It's not about the competition, even though you are competitive. I know yep. it's not about the competition for you. It's about the fun. And uh, you know, we talked before this and we talked during this segment of the interview and uh, at no point did you say, I want to be known because I'm the top cashier in the world. Um, <laughs> but uh, having that and having been an original member, I think it qualifies you for this next question. But and you can take it two ways. So one, is there anything you wish you knew at the very beginning or if you were going to give a good piece of advice to a cashier, either starting now or, you know, starting. Everybody has less experience than you, but somebody with less experience. Yeah. Um, what what do you think you would tell them is it's like your piece of advice from you well well i always tell everybody and i do you know had somebody just contacted me yesterday about they wanted to hide a cash and wanted 
some advice and I just say, you know, this, you can't do it perfectly. Just do it to have, uh, what do you think would cause you to have fun finding a cash and do that for somebody else. That's all there is to it. And, uh, you know, I think that's the key. Uh, a lot of cashers are very creative, but most of us are not. <laughs> but we can all do something that, you know, hopefully either, uh, can cause somebody to have a smile or, you know, enjoy the game, enjoy the day, make, you know, have some fun with it either. Take them someplace new or, you know, even if it's a lamppost, you know, and get a quick smiley, you know, just have fun and everything else will work out. You know, they'll, they'll get experience and they'll beat their head in. They'll put things in rocks until people say, hey, I can't find anything here. <laughs> so you learn. So, you know, that's it's all part of it. That's right. This is about perfect. You know, have fun. You can't be perfect. It's just a game. You, you know, it's just a give silly back. game. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you said give back, too. You know, you could easily yeah. just find caches all day long, but you're also publishing them and keeping them out there and, and helping other people. And and as I know from personal experience, you'll talk to anybody. You know, yep. you're not you don't come across as I, you know, I found more caches than everybody, you know, you, you let your actions speak for themselves or whatever, you know, you wouldn't know at an event that, that you're the, the top finder in the world. Right. Um, so thank you for that, obviously, but uh, that's, that's just about perfect. Is there any last thing you would want to want to say? No, I really enjoyed this. Glad we finally were able to put it together. Yeah. <laughs> It, despite the technical difficulties and, and the time yeah. and everything else. Uh, well, thank you very much. And uh, we'll wrap this up now. And thank you again. This was Geocache Talk Presents. Mondo, the number two hider, or finder in the world with over 200,000 caches, giving us his uh, very experienced advice. Thank you very much for being on tonight.